Hey guys, Connor from the Ticket Stub, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Wednesday and it's noon. Guess what that means? Hump day! Hump day with Toast of the Town with, with Christine Mel. That's how right. are you doing, Mel? I'm just lovely. Christy, how are you? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day in downtown Conroe. And it's going to be an even more beautiful, beautiful day come week, Friday. Weekend is yes. going to be awesome. I know. I'm so excited. We have had, we've had an ostentatious week. An ostentatious week. I don't know what that means, but, you know, good. <laughs> it has been a great week. It has. It's been a busy week. Busy week. But we've That's recovered right. from homecoming week. Yes. And by we, I yes. mean, you know, me specifically. But, yes, recovered yes. from homecoming week. Right. And um, so excited to be back because we have another huge weekend coming up this weekend. I know. So uh, for I those know. of y'all who have not seen them, check this out. And this is so cute. Oh, look at it. So it's cute? so cute. I know. So okay. this is the all-new designed uh, cap, Ladies Cap for Catfish Festival Ladies. Um, that starts tomorrow. We're so excited. Look, uh, there's our guest. Oh, our guest is here. And, uh, but, that's right. But Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival oh, kicks great. off uh, Friday. And we're super mm-hmm. excited, but we actually shut the shut the town down starting tomorrow at five o'clock, and people can actually come out and ride the carnival ride. You get an armband for twenty bucks, but there's no charge to come in the gate tomorrow night. So if you want to bring the kids out without the crowd, so much of the festival, yeah. you can come yeah. out and ride it. But um, for those of you who can't see, it's going to be a crazy weekend full of packed of all kinds of amazing entertainment. Full packed of Yeah, we've got uh, local boy Jeremy Lamont coming on uh, the Demontron Texas stage from 6.30 to 8 on Friday. Then Randall King, uh, followed by Mike Ryan. It's going to be awesome. Plus, we have Bayou Rue and Wayne Toops. That is just Friday night. And then Saturday, we've got uh, Trent Cowie Band. We've got Jody Booth, another local guy. JB and the Moonshine Band. Mm-hmm. Kevin Fowler. And, of course, Pat Green. And then if you are still into some rockin' awesome Cajun music, we've got the Platinum Players, uh, Kayan and the Zydeco Masters, Heath Leday, and Rockin' Doopsie going on Saturday night. And then Sunday we have our friend, the Honorable Reverend Sleepy Ray, and uh, the Zydeco Dots and Different Beast and Music and Shopping and Catfish Galore. Well, I, I'm excited about the shopping. I know. There's some things I want. And I love, there's certain vendors here I yeah. just love. There's Well, you know, we get some vendors that we don't see things. in these parts very often. I know. I know. Yeah. But I feel like we talk so much about the music that I know. we don't mention the really cool things. I know. And the amazing, amazing food vendors that come. So if you want more information, you can go to oh, Conroe Cajun, catfishfestival.com. You can also download the free mobile app. It's got not only the, um, the music lineup, but you uh-huh. can purchase your tickets. And if you buy them in advance... Uh, you save some money, and you can buy them on your phone and have them right there. Uh, plus, you can also check out all the menus. We have a map of the festival grounds. We've got everything. So you can go to your uh, iTunes or your Android uh, Google Play store, and you can download that free mobile app. Just search for Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. I am excited. I'm so excited. I, I know. I am. It's, you know. Makes me forget how tired I am by the end of it. Yes, correct. You know, but, uh, but and that's not the only thing going on this week or this weekend. We've got mm-hmm. um, all kinds of haunted houses kicking up. Mm-hmm. You know, our, mm-hmm. our friends over at the Connor uh, Professional Firefighters are kicking off theirs again. Always so much fun. Um, also going on uh, Saturday morning, we've got October Fest. Um, that's happening at the Montgomery Community Center. It benefits Bears, et cetera, which is um, our great friend Katie Krause who runs it that 
does a uh, working to build a refuge for bears because there are a lot of bears that are being held in captivity, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just wonderful. So that's a lot of fun. There's also going to be a homecoming of quilts, which is a quilt auction out at Angel Oaks Event Center, which is right down the street uh, or right next door to uh, Papa's in Spring on Pruitt Road. And uh, But it's the Woodlands Area Quilt Guild that's putting it on, but uh, Bridgewood Farms is one of the beneficiaries, uh, so they get a, a percentage of the proceeds for the quilt auction. That's but nice. these quilts are absolutely magnificent. Like, anyway, really, really cool. And then um, Sunday is Light the Night from the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It's an event that I've been a part of for a long time, and if you've never been, you really should because it's pretty tremendous. Well... I, I'm excited about all the activities. Yes, There's me plenty too. to do. Yes. And then... and You know you where know, I'll be. I know exactly where yep. you'll be. On stage. I will. Hugging, I do. I, I'll hugging be, the, all the I other guys. Will. All I'll the be, important people I get to stage. MC the uh, the DeMontron stage again this year, so I'm looking forward to it. It's always a lot of exciting. fun. It it's is exciting. It is fun. Okay, we have two people here. We do. One of them doesn't really matter much because <clears throat> he's here quite often. <laughs> oh. I know. Him. We're so excited. He's got headphones. How did that happen? Because he's special. He's JJ. Is that how I it works? I just sat down and put him on. I know. <laughs> Welcome, JJ Holly. JJ Holly. President and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce. Thank how you. Doing? I'm, I'm sorry for being late. That's okay. It's um, totally my fault. I, didn't, I can't even blame it on traffic. I had no problem getting well, up here. Yeah, but you're busy. You're busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's been a good day. It's yeah. been a good week. I know, and y'all have got lots of stuff going on at the chamber. Y'all just rolled out your rebranding. Which, yes, by we the did. way, hold on, I brought it. Brand new pretty pictures. I love the new logo. <gasps> oh my gosh. And it's great? business. Oh my gosh. You know, they did a great it's job. It's business like. So yep. you're, over, you're, over, you're overselling it, Mel. But if you have not seen no. the new logo, it's really great. And if good. you could have seen the video that goes with it, do y'all have it on your website? Yes, that we do. It explains um, every element of the logo. It's super cool. I understand. Did a fantastic it. job. And um, so it's it's really exciting. I it's understand it. I know the greens, the trees, the blues, the water, the buildings. The, uh, yeah, the buildings. Who even needs a good. video? Bridge. Yeah, exactly. When you've got Christy and Mel, really, so, you know, I know. Yeah. I y'all know. are almost clairvoyant. <laughs> exactly. Something like that. Yeah, something like yeah. that. They're almost something. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those monosyllabic our, words. Exactly. <laughs> um, and our other guest today is not so much a guest anymore because he's here. Quite sort of often, imposter because maybe. we invite we invite him in, and yeah. that would be our resident uh, Cleon. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a long time. I could say so many things our, right now that would resident, not be appropriate for the radio. Our resident FCC would come calling. <laughs> yeah, me and Howard Stern. Uh, our resident purple lumberjack. <sighs> yeah, here to take my lumps. Axum yeah. Jacks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah, did my first have, year of uh, school at SFA. I know. Yeah. I, oh, goodness. I'm, I'm yeah. so Walked onto sorry. the football team, got beat up for nine months. Kind of like they did this past weekend. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of wow. what I was getting to. Thank Cannot you very wait much. wait Saturday night. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> it'll be a slaughterhouse, but it'll be all right. <laughs> and it's not Saturday night. It's Saturday afternoon. Kickoff is at 2.30. So when I disappear for about three and a half hours in the middle of festival, you'll know where to find me. <laughs> Somewhere mm. in front of a team. Who are they playing this weekend? Alabama. Alabama. Aggies playing Alabama. Oh, oh, that's yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. There's that game. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and a little game in uh, Cotton Bowl. Uh, oh, the Red River. Red yeah. River. Right. Red that River is. rivalry. Yeah. And then That'll you've got uh, LSU and Florida. 
Saturday night. So yeah. Yeah, I love this is like the this hardest. This is a good weekend. weekend. Yeah. This is a good weekend. It is. Who'd Florida play last week? Yep. That was a good game. Florida played. Uh, yeah, Florida played Auburn last week. Yeah. 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 We, was no, we was not a happy household. Oh, know. yes. No. Miss Amy. I mean, Amy went to Auburn and she was, yeah. it was, uh, it was, it was a rough War three Eagle. hours. War Eagle. I know. Uh, I'm learning. But, yeah. uh, but yes, yeah, so lots of things going on at the chamber. What else yeah. is going on at the chamber? We know this is a hot season. It's an election year. It's, yeah. which is um, something that you have definitely brought yeah, look at that. as a focus uh, to the chamber, which is so great because that's really y'all's purpose. That is. That's one of the, our, our four focus areas is to advocate on uh, for the community on issues that are important, that we say if those issues work, we work. Things like water, transportation, workforce development, schools. And uh, uh, as chambers, we feel like it's our job to pay a lot of attention to those and make sure that they, they work so that everything mm -hmm. else can, can be good. Yeah. And, you know, we've had this discussion before, but a lot of people think that a chamber of commerce is there. If you join the chamber, you're just going to get a lot of business. Sure. You know. Um, obviously, the opportunity is there because you can network and you and you build relationships, and that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. But but really, it's about supporting an organization that advocates on their behalf. Yes, uh, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, marketing and networking is something that chambers will do, have always done, and will continue to do. Uh, and there's a lot of events that you can go to, and you can increase your business. I mean, I tell people that uh, all the people I do business with are, are chamber members. Right. You know, my financial advisor, my dry cleaner, my... Uh, Insurance guy. Yeah. I mean, all those, uh, our landscaper, yeah. I all met through the chamber. And you can grow your business that way. It's a great marketing tool. Absolutely. But we don't want to just be a magazine ad or, uh, you know, a public relations firm for somebody. I mean, uh, the big part of what we do is advocate for making sure things work for them. Yeah. Well, and we know as small business owners how important that is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what would what do you think are some of the biggest issues that y'all are looking into going into this election cycle? Obviously, we have some new uh, township candidates yep. that are up for election, um, yep. you know, amongst many, many others mm -hmm. and, and countywide seats and uh, so forth. Yeah. What do you think are some of the biggest hot topic issues? that The, the two biggest ones we're focused on uh, are there are three township seats up mm -hmm. for election. Uh, right. There are 11 candidates. Uh, we will have a candidate forum. October 15th at 4 o'clock at the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, that's coming up really quick. Mm -hmm. yeah, be there, be square. No, mm -hmm. Next uh, week, next Tuesday? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Today's the, is today the 8th or the 9th? That, today's the 9th. 9th. Today is the 9th. Mm -hmm. Yes, six days away. There you so, go. Mark your calendars. Uh, go to woodlandschamber.org. Yeah, get your tickets. Mm -hmm. Where's this going to be? It'll, it will be at the Woodlands Chamber offices, okay. which are on Lakeside Boulevard. Okay. We're in uh, Building 2. Second floor. Uh, second floor. Mm -hmm. Sweet 200. So come on. There all the time. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, so. That's good. You, it's good to have you come visit. Right. I love coming to visit. I don't get down there nearly as much as I no. need to. So, no. okay. So, obviously, <clears throat> lots of township seats, but but there's more than that going on. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, we have um, some commissioner's races um, around the county going on. Yeah. And another thing we're really focused on, of course, is the uh, school bond. Mm -hmm. uh, our, our chamber board passed a resolution in favor of it. And uh, the last election in May, only something like five to seven percent of the registered voters voted for it. It's pitiful. Which I, I don't, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel about a particular issue. I think we can all agree that only having uh, a vast minority of people vote and represent vast. themselves. I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. It's embarrassing. And we're, it is embarrassing. And it's, uh, we're a, to a certain extent a victim of our own success because things are great and people don't vote unless they get upset about right. something or they see a real downside. And, if we don't pass the bond, there are some real downsides to it. Uh, I mean, when we meet with businesses, um, 
you know, there's a little Fortune 500 company acquisition that went on. Uh, one of the issues that was uh, discussed uh, right out of the box was how is your school district? And we are very proud of our school district. It's one of the best things that we have. Mm -hmm. It's always ranked very, very high uh, nationally. And we add, we normally add 13 to 1,500 students a year. But we heard a report from Dr. Null this morning that we added 2,100 mm. students this school year. Uh, you can't house uh, that many students that you add every like, single that's year. That's like a whole other school. <laughs> uh, it is. It's, it's, it's a, a, a typical uh, school for us, elementary school, is like 1,500 students. Mm -hmm. So we're adding a new school every year. Just logic would tell you we need to build more schools and get out of portable buildings. So uh, probably the biggest project and the most beneficial is the replanning and reconstruction of Conroe High School. Uh, there are over 100 doors in and out of Conroe High School. I believe You it. cannot secure, I mean, in six or seven, I can remember how many, uh, different buildings. Right. You can't properly secure a school like that. Yep. So that that's uh, that'll be a big part of the bond. Well, you know, Mel and I both went to Conroe High School, and I remember whenever, mm -hmm. even when I was there, and they've added like four or five buildings mm -hmm. since I graduated. You know, I was just a couple yep. of years ago. Or so someone went there really too. Quick, um, but it was um, it really is amazing how large that campus has gotten. Yeah. In that school that was built it's, in. That's what I was fixing to say. It's always been huge, um, mm -hmm. in, in my opinion. But you know, it went from the main building to adding the fishbowl, the ninth grade building, to adding mm -hmm. the BOAG building, and it consisted of a sprawling main building because right. it's spread out. But and now the ninth grade has its own, they, own they've separate got their own separate campus. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And I still think it's you've crazy. got 4,000 students yeah. at exactly. Conroe High School. Exactly. exactly. Um, and, and you can't get much bigger than that because you don't want to have five or 6,000 you know, high schoolers in the same building, it becomes a small town. Well, and it's funny well, to me. Get the inmates running. The <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> True. But, you know, and it's funny to That's me. That's a hard job. There were, there were 1,100 students in my class. Um, whenever, a big class. Whenever they opened Caney Creek, that class, like, dropped down to, like, six or seven hundred yeah and now to be already back at those numbers mm -hmm. yeah that says a lot and that yeah. and that's exactly what happened they opened McCullough yeah mm -hmm. the year before they opened at 79 that's right and I graduated in 80 and we had 749 before that there had wow. been over a mm -hmm. thousand and um and anyway, then Oak Ridge, Oak Ridge mm -hmm. and then they did the same thing with Oak Ridge and they, and they come down but they grow right back and it, and it happens fast it yes. happens well fast. montgomery county is going to double in population mm -hmm. in the next 10 to 15 years um so that's going to stress I know that yeah. <laughs> we already see it i mean it's yeah. going to stress yeah. education school buildings it's going to stress transportation it's going to stress water yeah. well um, we got to have good plans for all of it and, it and it's not just you can't just sit back and say no to everything no, you I can't know. you have to develop a plan on what right. you're going to do so so the interesting thing is this it doesn't matter how you feel about the school bond, mm -hmm. okay? If you are against the school bond, you mm -hmm. need to take into consideration that you still like businesses to do well here. That's right. You still like um, it, new business to come in. Yes. Okay? And the, 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 the area continues to grow. If you mm -hmm. do not build new and attractive schools, that growth will go elsewhere. 
it will. You know, there are uh, large metropolitan areas that really have they their school districts suffer, mm -hmm. and what you, you what you see is the money <laughs> leaves right. the downtown areas yeah. and right. goes to the suburbs. And we're yeah. one of the fortunate suburbs that's benefited from that. Right, exactly. But if we're not careful and watch all those issues that are important to us. Uh, we'll be in the same position because yeah. Conrad, uh, well, Conrad is growing, Willis is growing, uh, Montgomery County. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it will, it will just continue to. People will leave to go to good schools. Yeah, my point is, is it's a difficult subject. <clears throat> yes, it's a, it's a, it's complicated. It's mm -hmm. difficult, and you have to sit down and look at it. You have to yeah. decide for yourself. And go to the information. Go sessions. to the information yeah. sessions. Yeah. Read everything you can, both from the school board and the and the anti. Mm -hmm. uh, school bond, school bond mm -hmm. uh, and, and decide for yourself. Yeah, yeah, well, and, you know, speaking of Willis, you know, when Howard Hughes developed the mm -hmm. Woodland Hills, mm -hmm. which is a great new development. Like 2,500 homes. It's crazy, and it's beautiful. You haven't been out <clears throat> yes, there. Yes, it is. It's really nice. Um, and you look at the infrastructure of Willis that isn't quite ready for the growth yet. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that they have done, in my opinion, exceptionally well, is um, a couple years ago we passed the school bond. And uh, the school board developed a new CTE building, mm -hmm. <clears throat> which allows a lot of our students to graduate with full certification. So you've got fully yes. certified welders. You've got fully licensed uh, yes. estheticians that are coming out of school ready to go to work. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to one of the um, most successful dual credit programs that mm -hmm. we have anywhere in the area so to see that school district, and I remember when Willis was like a 2A district, oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and to see how much it's grown and to have the foresight that they had to start putting those programs in place, plus the Howard Hughes Corporation and their development, you can see a lot of that growth. People want to get away from the traffic, so they're moving north, and they're just going to keep going up that corridor. Yeah. And, and you bring up a good point, the... Uh uh, the skills funding, uh, it doesn't, you don't have to go to school uh, to go to college. Correct. To be successful. Exactly. Uh, and we have put that in our kids' brains for yeah. decades. Exactly. And now you have a real, combined with a very low unemployment rate, mm -hmm. and then you have a real lack of skilled workers. Yeah. I mean, you can go to work for a construction company and in three to five years be making six figures. Absolutely. Without a degree, yeah. without student loans. Yeah. And uh, the bedrock of that is training at the high school yeah. level. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and if you have it, I'd love to take you for a tour sometime over that new CTE building. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is exceptional. And um, they really brought a bunch of elements in. And, you know, now we're already looking at going for another bond because yeah. the growth is there. You, They're you filling to. up quickly. And, and, but it, it's tremendous. And, and uh, it's such a great advantage that we have to live in such an economically well, advantaged area. And, and I hear people say things like the, the, the Conroe School District tax rate is artificially low. I don't know what that means to you because <laughs> uh, it's very confusing to me. To me, low is low. Why would you say uh, that, hey, we should uh, uh, put elements of cost into the maintenance and operations budget and drive up the tax rate when you don't have to? Right. When you can finance it in a, in a good, logical way, and, and CISD has managed the funding very, very well, and you can do it and you can keep taxes low but still get the needed facilities that are required to be a good school district. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get that. I, I don't understand the argument of, well, let's not bond it. Let's let's put it into okay. our M&O budget and then let's raise taxes by 10 cents. I, I, I don't understand the the illogic uh, behind that. Well, hmm. 
Things that make you think, go, hmm. Um, no. <laughs> I had Alex a whole, for $500. I had, exactly. <laughs> I had a whole string of thoughts, and I just decided I'll just not say them. <laughs> I think um, I think everybody should make their own decision. I, I think it's very important that, that people look at the facts, and uh, there, there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. For instance, we saw is. someone that posted on our Facebook page when we put a, uh, a post in support of the bond that why are you financing school buses for 30 years? You, would, you shouldn't finance an asset that is going to outlive the life of the bond. Well, the answer is we're not, right. and you wouldn't do that. It would be really dumb to do that. Right. But the school buses last 11 or 12 years, and a lot of our school buses are old, no safety restraints, right. no air conditioning. The portion of the bond for the school buses is a 10-year you don't, you don't just throw everything out there at 30 years. Yeah. You select the uh, technology pieces, okay. uh, which are not, you know, iPads and laptops. It's uh, uh, Cat Cat 5 or Cat 6 wiring mm-hmm. of the schools. It's the technology pieces that are going to be. Which is so vital. Yeah. I mean, you've got to have, uh, you're, you know, we're also data-driven now mm-hmm. and technology-driven. You've got to have that. Yeah. So. Uh, I would encourage people, like you said, Mel, get the facts. Don't vote just off of pure conjecture or misinformation. Right. Well, and I, I totally agree. You know, it's... And make sure you're reading facts. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, are y'all doing any... Is Conroe YSC the only ones holding informational sessions? Are y'all hosting one? We we were going to host one, but what we've done is we've decided to do... Um, we did host an informational session about a month ago right. at our uh, legislative team meetings yes. at the chamber, which are, those things are always open to the public and it's all online. You can come whenever you want. Um, and that uh, proceeded as passing a resolution at the board level in favor of the bond. Um, we, we had thought about doing an open forum or something like that, but then we felt like we've already done that. Right. And so we're really going a uh, kind of a social media route. Yeah and more of a targeted, uh, because when you hold a, an event, that's great, but you're only reaching, you know, a couple a hundred, 300 people. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. We've got thousands of followers on Instagram and Facebook, and you'll see uh, videos in support of the bond and talk about different elements of the bond, you know, little 30-second digestible yeah, snippets. Yeah. snippets that people will start to see. And you'll start to see those today, actually. That's excellent. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's such an important service that y'all provide is educating yes. everyone on what's going on. Um, and then, of course, the we've got such a, an interesting political atmosphere right now. Yeah. Um, both on a national level, state level, that's one term local for level. It. Yes, it is. <laughs> Be nice. I, I thought I was being nice. <laughs> you, you handled all of that really well. I'm, I'm worried about the next it's second. It's about to go downhill. Uh, let, let's take a little break if, you've got, if you yeah. think that's appropriate. Yeah, when is Brian going to talk? Um, no, Brian doesn't get to talk today. Oh, <laughs> that's a here. shame. Uh, <laughs> I'm teasing, Brian. You can step in whenever you want to. We'd like to um, go ahead and take a break. And just Are you about ready for that, Mr. Engineer? All right. We'll take a break, and if you guys will stick with us, if you're out running around, tune in to 104.1, uh, 0.5 and 106.1. Mm-hmm. We are there. We will be We will be with you. And um, otherwise, stay with us on Facebook or whatever else. There's a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer 
group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture, learning about how food is grown and produced, and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families. Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are at Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. I know. The and Moxie we, Girls. And we are toasting truly one of the we best are. of the town with we J.J. Holly being here. Holly. President and oh, CEO cheers. of the Woodlands cheers. Chamber of Commerce. Um, we just love you guys. We love everything that y'all do for the community. And, you know, and uh, J.J. has quite the vivid uh, political history. Oh, my. Resume. And... and Opinions and opinions, exactly. I know, and, and I'm not opinions. even talking about the opinions we just talked about. I know, for 15 minutes. Yeah, there's I'm so much going on. You know, we saw a news story was that yesterday, maybe day before, about um, the Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District and yes. San Jacinto River Authority going to the Texas Supreme Court. Um, mm -hmm. You know, who thought that this was going to be that ridiculous? Yeah, I'm sorry, did I say um, that out loud? But all the arguments. So, who wants to sum up what's been going on with the water I nominate situation? Brian to I sum do too. Up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go water's ahead. not. Well, you're more versed in water than I am. Well, that's. Okay. I'm more of a debt and property tax guy. Uh, I have a. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, we're gonna have fun. This uh, how late? How late does this program go? Oh, yeah. you know what? We go as late as you need. To. I'm here. I can see here until six or seven. Uh, my, my my wife's busy tonight, so. Um, so here's, uh, and, and I've, I've talked to members of the Lone Star Groundwater Board, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and the thing, the key term there is I've talked to them. Right. And, and we talk to each other. I mean, right. we can have a good communication, communication, civil discussion. We have a relationship with them. We want to have a relationship with them. Just like we do uh, the former WJPA, which is now Woodlands Water yes. Association, and SJRA. And I know those guys are, you know, fighting like cats and dogs now. But I think but, everybody's like, what are all these acronyms, and who plays what part, uh, and what's going on? So, good, good point. It's yeah. very complicated. I'm sorry, Mel. No, I was fixing to say. So, SJRA stands for San Jacinto River Authority, mm -hmm. and you just explained the Woodlands. Yeah, Woodlands Shore yes. Towers. And, 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 
<laughs> she didn't catch that. Siri is now also in the and, 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 interview room. She's it always in. weirds me out when Siri's like, what'd you say? And I'm like, I ain't talking to you. <laughs> weird. Yeah. That was weird. Anyway, um, Sanderson Not River. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Sanderson River Authority yes. controls the river. No. They're, they're the regulating body of the I know. Of the, wa- of the, exactly. of the river, the river exactly. and the watershed. God controls yes. the river. There so, you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then Lone Star Groundwater water controls the groundwater. Uh, not, and I'm not talking about controlling the water. I'm talking about the administrative Entity. part. Entity. I'm just talking, I'm making it as simple as possible so that people understand the different parts well, of it. Part of, the, part of the problem that I have with, with the uh, Lone Star Groundwater is, is that they... They are the regulatory body over the, over the groundwater, right? But it's not inclusive of all the groundwater and the Correct. totality of those aquifers, and that's in my part, in my opinion, part of the problem. And that's a problem created by the legislature. Um, that the legislature created this problem because they carved out these counties and said you're in the Lone Star groundwater conservation, yeah. blah blah blah. But then those aquifers are out, out. Ex- expand outside of those areas, so Correct. they're not subject to the regulations of that regulate of that. Regulating body, and it just does not make sense to me. And why I, I you would, why would that. you why would you do that? It, why yeah. you know? I was really trying to make it simple, but that's that. But, but, but that's the problem. That's I, the problem. It is a it very. It doesn't matter how much you try to simplify it to yeah. to discuss it and to have a an intellectual conversation about it, and then you know, it's not. It is a very complicated issue. I mean, yeah. JJ and I have talked had this conversation before, and every Many time, times. every time I come away with. Learning something else that that I didn't know before, and because it it is just that complicated of an issue. Yeah, okay. and and in our discussions with uh, a lot of good smart people around this, mm-hmm. uh, what I have told them is, uh, I'm almost policy agnostic. Okay, right. I don't care what the policy is going to be, but what I want you to do is assure me that we're going to have water in the next twenty, thirty, forty, kind of fifty. A hundred years, because if you want to solve transportation issues Mm -hmm. or even uh, CISD bond education issues, don't have water because you won't need roads because people won't won't live here. Water is the foundational element there. Exactly. So uh, that's what I that's been our message is we want to be as chambers. And I know the Conroe Chamber of Brian Bonney would agree with me and he's uh, uh, involved in this as well, is we want to help be. uh, areas where people or offices where people can come and sit down and feel like they can talk about something. I mean, we a kind of neutral site in a neutral site in a civil, respectful way. I mean, we hosted a meeting with SJRA and uh, Lake Houston Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce right after Harvey, and it was the best three hours I've ever spent on a Friday afternoon I've done at the chamber because they left with a productive. That's great. A- Action outlet. items, yeah, ready to go. Yeah, and they're ready to go, and uh, so my. My message to SGRA, to Lone Star Groundwater, to, to uh, Woodlands Water Association is, look, we need a plan that's going to ha- help us have water that's uh, uh, agreed to on a scientific basis, right. a geologic basis, that is, is going to let us have water in the next five decades. Because if we don't have that, we have a real problem. Yeah. Agreed. That's all I want. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's just simple. That's all you want. I know. So moving on beyond that. I mean, obviously, water is an important issue, but it's not the only issue that we're facing. Are yeah. we done with water already? Boy, that's well, no. quick. I, everybody got quiet because... Like a, it was like well, a, it was like a well drop some, in the bucket. Uh, uh, 
It we was, are we are going to be bad punning here in a minute. Yeah, but but you pretty well summed it up. Once it started flowing, yeah. it just oh god. Oh, it's, stop it, Brian! You can't really good. damn it up anymore. It's like not even five o'clock. Yet. <laughs> how many? How many? How many listeners do we have today? Four hundred and sixty-three thousand. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we love each and every one of you individually for mm. your own qualities. <laughs> okay. Hey, y'all put the champagne there's, there, aside. There's, there's two or three we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest, yeah. You know who know you who are. They are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know who you are. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they don't really care for us. Yeah, exactly. They're not listening. Yeah. They're just okay, they're so, acting like it. So that's that's local. Oh, yes. Um, and, and obviously we've got a lot of And that's just the on. drinking water portion of the water issue. Yeah, that's... Uh, the, that's not the stormwater component of the issue. Uh, no. And, and, and oh, flood gosh. mitigation. Well, the, you know, so... And I, brought, I bring that back up for a reason, because mm-hmm. yesterday I went to commissioner's court, first time in a long time. Oh, and how'd that go? I, interesting. Yeah? So uh, there was, uh, it's my opinion, so I can say whatever I want. The, the county judge to the south of us is not doing a, a service to her people. Shocking, right? Uh, uh, inco- the incompetence in which is is being utilized down there is, is impressive. Um, <laughs> they sent... They are. They're sending. That their is so politically con- correct. Uh, is this Dawson really? Yeah, really. <laughs> they're sending their residents to Montgomery County, uh, from King, from the King, with the Harris County side of Kingwood, to Montgomery County to complain because they've identified the floodwaters coming from Montgomery County. Therefore, it's they. They're saying it's Montgomery County that they should speak to. And, oh, and wow. the problem wow. about, about developers and, and what they label as bad actors. The problem yeah. is, is that what they're they're. They're not acknowledging if they feel like they need to sue them, they have standing to do that because it's, it's causing an effect in Correct. Harris County. Right. Correct. The other thing I actually learned, did you know that Montgomery County is a non-traditional county in the eyes of the local government code? What does that mean? I'm still working on that. Mm. <laughs> well, I guess it's just like the Woodlands then. There's a handful of counties that are non-traditional counties in the, in the, in the eyes of the local government code. Learn that from listening to... Um, I our, our, ca- our county attorney and our oh. um, associate county attorney. Mm-hmm. BD's um, smart; he would know. Well, yeah. Listening to BD and Amy address Amy. that, but it has to do. Mm-hmm. It has to do with the authority given, because as we all know, counties only have the authority that the state gives it. Correct. We're uh, because of population and other things. We don't have the authority to do things that Harris County I was does. To now say because, we do have yeah. some. We do. We are granted some of those authorities because we're adjacent to Harris County, but not all of those authorities. Like one of the things that came up is <laughs> that's not confusing. I think I need more. Yeah, I, I should have brought two and, bottles and, today. And so that means most counties are not traditional. Well, because, I, I, because I, most I, counties I, don't have the population. I don't of know Harris, that those Bear two necessarily. I don't know that those those two are necessarily connected. I'm still working on that. Uh, so. Okay, well, let me know on that because I'm like really confused now. Yeah, and I follow this kind of thing. Well, this yeah, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know a thing or two about, about county government, and uh-huh. I, I'm, I was confused too, which was. Okay, so yeah, I'm working get, on get it. Get back with me on that, would you? She's always giving homework. I'm going to. Well, keeps you busy. You brought it, it on yourself. I, I, I really did. But I mean, they're. But that's the thing is they're they're pointing they're shucking the the responsibility and they're pushing uh, pointing at Montgomery County saying our flooding in Harris County is all Montgomery County's fault. So so one thing that uh, we've mm. been pushing for. Uh, at, at the chamber level is obviously Harvey was uh, highly impactful and right. devastating to so many people. Uh, one thing that we've been asking, and, and a lot of the uh, counties, precincts, cities, MUDs, have done localized flood control projects, right. which is great. We applaud them for doing that, and they should do that. But there needs to be, to your point, 
a regional, multi-county flood management, water management plan that identifies the big projects, then you can then get funding from the feds, Corps mm -hmm. of Engineers, whatever, and, 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 and identify those, prioritize, the, prioritize those, and then figure out how to get the funding for them. Because that, to me, helps resolve that issue of, oh, Harris County versus Montgomery County. And, and I understand that Harris County, and we're, they're going to come speak to us soon, Harris County Flood Control District is the uh, kind of the point of the spear for uh, conducting that regional flood study, mm -hmm. which I think is great. And I think we need to have some sort of a, uh, you know, complementary uh, office like that in Montgomery County right. as well. And for transportation, too, that you've got kind of one organization or one entity or one person, one office that's really over, okay, what are these solutions and how do we work with other counties that already have that? Well, and that's the challenge. I mean, well, we, I don't remember when because it was before my time, but we put it to a vote and it was rejected. I, I'm Montgomery County yes, Flood Control was. District. You're correct. Um, the thing so, about water is water doesn't care about county lines. Water doesn't care about exactly. city lines and it all. And, you know, there were people that were during Imelda that were kind of panicking because of Harvey thinking, worried about Lake Conroe. Well, the thing is, Imelda didn't get, the rainfall didn't get to the watershed. No. And, and so there was no, there was very little impact. Right. It, so there was no like, large water release. There was no, wa like there was no large Correct. water release. There was not a lot of flooding around because there was not a lot of intake in Lake Conroe. Mm -hmm. um, but we do need, it has to be a regional solution because if you have mm -hmm. everybody doing a hodgepodge, it's not going to work together. Oh. Well, the water's all gonna. We all we know where the water's gonna go, mm -hmm. right? It and it water rolls like Houston. I know this is shocking to the to the millions of viewers out there, but water wa water water rolls downhill. Down <laughs> well, um, and not only that, but you know, you can be driving down a road and you can see a change from asphalt to concrete, where a county line changes, or where even where a precinct changes. With water, it doesn't happen that way. Mm -hmm. It's always just interconnected. Keeps, just keeps mm -hmm. on rolling. Just keeps on rolling. And only. Uh, 23 percent mm -hmm. of the water that flows into the Kingwood area, i.e. Lake, Con Lake mm -hmm. Houston, comes from Lake Conroe and the San Jacinto River. I mean, they are the, the, the uh, funnel for about seven different watersheds. Yeah. And, but SGRA continues to be kind of the, the whipping boy right, in that process right. because they're organized and they're, 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 they're well, somebody they're they, can, they can entity. target. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they're recognized. And they can only do so much. Right. Well, there's only so much control you can have over something like that. But having a plan that can actually yeah. work together to try to, you know, not only, you know, take advantage of the resources we have, but be able to mm -hmm. make uh, concessions well, for these I, different areas. I, I mean, I, I got into this discussion back during my campaign. That was the thing that you don't look at is the way the standards look for development is they, they basically, they, we're going to develop this piece of property and, mm -hmm. okay, this is how much water it takes in, so we need to hold x amount back what they don't look like what they don't look at is then releasing that in that water into the storm system or into the right. mm -hmm. the drainage system what does that look like because it's going faster because right. yeah. under under raw raw land does not let that same amount of water out because it absorbs right. your, your, mm -hmm. and so um, had a meeting this morning and there's not enough discussion about the use of impermeable uh, pavements. Oh, yes. There's not enough discussion about using. You know, everybody wants to talk about costs because they get in and then they start talking about construction costs of and course. this and the other. Well, you have to leverage it. Are you talking about? You know, what's the what's the cost savings of additional construction costs, but savings on impact because you you're right. able to reduce flooding and you're you're keeping 
your less impermeable pavement, allowing the water to do what it naturally is expected to do or mm -hmm. supposed to do, and so keeping it so out of the steaming out of the drainage system. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. All these are always they're always complicated issues. I mean, and, and that's one reason why they things happen the way they do, yeah. is because they take a tremendous amount of work from several mm -hmm. uh, entities, different agencies, yeah. and entities, and organizations to to really get a comprehensive. Program. And each, and each with their own objective, uh, and their own agenda, and their own yeah. empowerments, and it's it really yeah. is a. Well, and part of the Miss. problem is, and, and, and you enumerated it today, whether you intended to or not, is... It was my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she used a big word. Yeah, I did. Enumerate. Another yeah. monosyllabic word. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, um, you can be mad at SJRA for yeah. drinking water problems, but mm -hmm. you can't be mad at SJRA for flood water problems mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. some things, but you can't mm -hmm. about other things. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, whether it's the school system or the water board or the water authority or mm -hmm. whomever, county government, you, you have to take each ep episode, each issue individually mm -hmm. and address the, each specific in mm -hmm. issue because mm -hmm. otherwise you end up with a problem. Well, and, and Brian you brought cannot. up a good point that uh, not only do you have to manage floodwaters, but it wasn't too long ago when uh, Lake Travis was dry. Exactly. Lake Conroe was 15 to 20 feet yes. below. Right. Uh, uh, the uh, you know the normal pooling stage. I remember that. Yeah, and, and you, you've got to manage those things. You, it, it was what 08, 09? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's usually like a seven-year cycle. I mean, we mm -hmm. it, and it, it's weird that it's that consistent, but it's usually about a seven-year cycle. But when we go into those droughts, they last. I mean, they're they're a three or four-year drought, and then a seven-year. Yeah. Well, and then everybody freaks out because people don't know how to deal with extremes. You know, they you know if you're if you're a little bit ebbing and flowing on the edge of middle, then it's not so bad. But, you know, but getting onto those edges, people start panicking. The other side of that, Mel, I mean, you're old enough, you'll know. Um, <laughs> Love you too. But when, when, they, when they built Conroe, I mean, it, it filled up above uh, Lake, Lake Conroe Lake Conroe it filled up in the blink of an eye because we oh it, it was built it was it was supposed to do like five years mm -hmm. and it did yeah. it in 18 months yes really yeah, yeah. I did not know that story yeah. yeah it was so much rain but but wow. that's how the, the extremes that Chris is talking about I mean we're, yeah. we're dealing with with those extremes but you know to the water issue going back to the drinking water issue mm -hmm. I mean very few people realize there's one natural lake in the state of Texas yeah Caddo Lake Caddo Lake, Lake. Mm-hmm North the rest Texas. of them are reservoirs. Do you know how it became a natural lake? Well, let's hear this story. I have no idea. Because a glacier. God made it. If it's a natural lake, God made it. <laughs> Downed trees. Uh, Downed trees is what stopped the river up and yep. forced Caused that the, to happen. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Awesome. Interesting. My, my contribution over here is done now. So, um, That's all I've got. But, they, but, so, we're, but we're also we're, we're moving water all over the state. Somebody that. Okay, fixing to so while, while we're talking about water, and if anybody is out there that wants to check their water bill yep. and write in and let us know what how many hundreds yours you is. Mean, you, yep. you mean my fee bill? Because the majority yeah, of mine is fees. Right, but, yes. but I want to tell, tell you there is a book written by James Michener by the name of Texas. Now, I know all of y'all oh, yes. have read it. Texas. But, but there, Texas. Yeah, thank you for singing, Brian. But there's there's in it's the like very, the first time everybody's in the very <laughs> beginning. I, I think it may even be the foreword. Maybe it's his first chapter. I don't really remember. But <laughs> it's been a few years. I read it twice. You're very specific on your yeah. recalling. <laughs> I read it twice. <laughs> um, 
that the thing that made Texas, Texas, the thing that made Texas rich and wealthy was not cattle, not oil, not any of the other myriad of natural resources. It was water. Yeah. And now we can't afford it. Mm -hmm. It's really frustrating. And so I think that um, you should all read the book, first of all. But um, the other thing is that, that um, I think that we have to, it's an argument that we have to get worked out. It's an argument that we have to get straight. Well, people have um, got to get smart about it. People need to exactly. do their own research. And, okay. you know, it's one of those things we don't always make time for anymore. Exactly. No, but we're not, but you're right, we're not being smart. That's what I was but, saying just a second ago. We're moving water across the state of Texas because instead of developing exactly. where water is at and where we can provide and mm -hmm. water can be provided for people, you know, as sustenance and all, Mm -hmm. We're we're moving the water, so they're building pipelines from Rayburn to yep. Dallas. And yeah, yeah. Okay, so Yankees. <laughs> in the, in I was the, born in Dallas. Thank you. <laughs> I knew there was something precarious <laughs> about you. Yankees, something. Um, so, go, go, go Cowboys. So so in the Dodge Phelps Greater Metropolitan Area, would you like to know what our water bill is? I didn't know. I thought y'all just had like a bucket that you stuck down in the no, hole. No, no. We have actual water that comes into our houses. Like indoor plumbing? Uh-huh. Exactly. Wow. No, no, exactly. no, 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 no. It's a half a pipe that pisses off the Trinity River <laughs> and runs out. Oh, no, not the Trinity. <laughs> we can't do the Trinity. Sorry. <laughs> um, would you like to know what my water bill is? $4. Yes. $21.75. That's wow. what mine used to be. Her and Annie took a shower last month. I, know. Huh? <laughs> I said her and Annie took a shower last month. We did. We did. It was great. Uh, and we took our time. Oh, boy. We're going we to the direction. Took yeah. <laughs> we took our time. Yeah, we took a so long shower. The point, the point I'm trying to make is, <laughs> so many is it's not the actual cost of the water. It's all of this administrative BS that's costing the money. Well, it's it's the cost of, of, of getting the water, providing the water, getting the water to where it needs to go, the infrastructure around it. But but no, but that's that is exponentially impacted because of the bureaucracy around Thank it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So that's the water show. Be yes. Because the oh. Yeah. Because, hey, I mean, JJ's not through. Because the water line in the woodlands is doing so well, right? You know, uh, that is something, and we got an update on that this morning as well from uh, 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 Ms. Heather at SGRA, uh, it, and it's that's very concerning to all of us, is uh, what is going on with the, the contractor laid piping under the roadways. Right. Um, I mean, that whole plan was built so that it could use Lake Conroe water to uh, take the pressure off the aquifer, mm -hmm. which made a lot of sense. A lot sure. of agreements put in place. It was very complicated, as everything is with water. But now when you got a major thoroughfare through the middle of, of, woodland, of the woodlands shut down for three weeks because a pipe was not installed properly, properly. That and, and, and then you worry about, and this is not the first time it's happened. I was going to say, this is what, third? I think it, you're right. I think it's the third, and it, we're all very concerned because of, uh, you know, what may be a construction issue. Well, and it's because it's not just the water that you're losing; it's also all of the dollars that go into oh. repair, and it's also people getting upset because they're having to change their routes, and you've got increased traffic. One little situation with half water. Research and drive shut down for and the businesses a, a mile? that are along that route. Yeah. Right, right. and the businesses exactly. that are along businesses. that route. That yep are suffering as a result. I mean, and they, they did a phenomenal job of, uh, and I go that way to work every day, so I'm seeing it. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, James Nowak, our county commissioner, SGRA, 
uh, have done a, a, a constable's office, Ryan Gable, have done a phenomenal job working together to get traffic through. Yeah to put signage up, give early warning, which people still yeah. ignore. And, well, and Commissioner Nowak has also done a fantastic job of keeping everybody abreast on social media. This yes. is what's going yes. on. This is yes. what's happening. Yeah. This is how you can adapt to it. Yeah. yeah. And and they've got guys out there. They've got state troopers out there. They've got sheriff's deputies out there that are uh, directing traffic. <laughs> That's why I have to drive a different car to work. <laughs> but they are directing traffic. So you can get, they're getting through intersections. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, yeah. it may not, not yeah. to... Uh, not, not to uh, you know dismiss the impact because it is impactful, but it's probably costing me an extra two minutes to get to work yeah. with half of research being closed down. Yeah, and it's great to see that how they respond to a, a negative a, a negative situation being the, correct. But yeah, but it's also it's pulling a, a lot situation. of resources. Yeah, it's pulling yeah. a lot of resources. It's, it's always money. Well, yeah. one well, and not you know that extra that extra officer that's there directing traffic is being pulled away from from something doing else. something else. Yeah. Working a wreck on I forty five or what have you. Yeah, you're right. There are wrecks on I forty five. No. no. Oh, did you hear about the high speed chase yesterday afternoon? Um, in Willis. No. no. I did not. Shut down seventy five and and forty five. Yeah. Uh, really. Yeah. I was running late to get the kids. I heard that. You know what? <laughs> I, I saw it. You saw it? Were you in it? Yeah, I was coming. No, because I live in the greater Dodgeville Where were they, metropolitan area. Were they chasing you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, anyway, but I did. I saw And I thought, that's not even a wreck. They had just, Ooh, yeah. they just locked, up their, locked yeah. it down. Yeah, the DPS shots fired and everything else. <laughs> We had an escaped uh, arrestee in the Woodlands the other day. Oh, fun. Yeah, a guy was uh, getting arrested and, uh, on research for us and somehow got away from the trooper that was arresting him and ran around, handcuffed and everything, still was running around. Uh, Christy knows that trooper, by the way. Can't tell the difference between lights being on and off. <laughs> uh -oh. Let's not have uh -oh. a conversation today. Uh, but but obviously water is going to be an ongoing issue and something that we're going to have to yes, it um, is. address. Yeah. So we're, we're running short on top. See, this really? always happens when you get here You're because we start me. talking. Well, we've got, what, about five minutes left? Okay. What? So uh, we got to touch on this one subject because this is something that is blowing up everybody's Facebook feeds, Instagram feeds, news, oh, everything. We, we get it. What's Impeachment. It? Impeachment. Uh. Rockets. Rockets. Or the Houston Rockets. And the Astros. Oh, oh. the Rockets. The Rockets deal is Game ridiculous. The Rockets deal is actually really crazy. Mel, why don't you mm -hmm. fill us in a little bit on that? Because it's nuts. Oh. oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, it's just pretty simple. So the Astros general the, manager. Uh, no, Rockets. Rockets. I mean, Rockets yeah. general manager. Yeah, he made, a, he made a post. I think it was a Twitter post, right? Tweet. Yeah. He made a tweet. Said, he tweeted. He used the Twitter. He said, yeah, he used the Twitter. He used the Twitter. Exactly. Anyway, he made a post, yeah. and it said, we stand with Hong Kong, and we are against China, basically is what he said. That's mm. a breakdown of what he yeah. said. And um, why, you know, it, it, then the NBA said, uh, well, you know, any, we're not going to police what any of our coaches or players say. Because we support freedom of speech. Cause, cause, yeah, because yeah, we support free speech, okay? But, you know, somebody's going to have to pay the price on this because, you know, and basically supported communist China. I'm exaggerating a little, but that's basically what happened. And the general consensus is among the conservative uh, media is why, mm -hmm. why are you, why are you supporting communist China? Mm -hmm. We know you've got investments there. So what? Doesn't mean you should support communist China. Anyway, so so that is is all the buzz in the sports world. 
there. They have not made a decision on it. What yeah. decision is there to make? I'm just telling By you. By who? They well, haven't made a decision. Well, you know, now I, I think, I think uh, the NBA? One of the yeah, things that yeah. the Chinese government has done is because the Rockets were over there doing right. an expo uh, mm -hmm. game, and they basically didn't shut it down, but they shut it off all, all, kind of, all media outlets. Mm -hmm. So they couldn't watch it. They couldn't support it. And I'm sure that that probably cost them millions of dollars as sure. far as the NBA and, and probably the Rockets organization. And the, the, the latest estimate I yeah. read was somewhere between $10 million and $25 million. It's crazy. Really? The home I of Yao Ming. I didn't hear that. Yeah. I just uh, made that number up. Yeah. Okay, and then, and then you know, then there's the whole <laughs> impeachment argument that's just getting out of control. It, it is. I'm, I am proud of the, regardless of how you feel about Trump, this is my personal opinion, and you all know I'm conservative. Um, Ish. I, Ooh. E <laughs> Gauntlet has been three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Anyway, um, I am proud of the administration for standing up to uh, the, Pelosi's directives, and I'm. Um, well, they should have. They should have stopped it before. This. You know, my my take on this, I can't help it not have an opinion, obviously, but. Uh, <laughs> Is all this chatter and noise and distraction in D.C. doesn't do a thing to educate kids or pave roads or solve nope. water issues no. or all or secure, the things. Or secure our country. Or secure our country. Take care of our first I mean, Turkey just invaded Syria this morning. Yes. After, I mean, there are some real issues out there. And this Saudi, Saudi, Saudi Iran. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. There's some real but, issues going on. But there, there are. And I, I thought you were going to go somewhere different with it, but I was going to say it's the sleight of hand by by the Democrats, and that's the you know, the Ukraine issue. I mean, you, there you the go. more and more you read, they they're all worried about this one conversation that mm -hmm. the president had with the prime minister of of the Ukraine or what yeah. president of Ukraine, whatever it was, yeah. and then you start realizing that they're all going back years from the Clintons to Pelosi's the Bidens to Pelosi. And, the, They've involved in business yeah. dealings with the Ukrainians. Yes. And isn't Russia still uh, occupying some sections of Crimea? Ukraine? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes. Yeah. Just and, saying, there might be other bigger issues to, to Well, and, and again, so, it's one of those things where we're in election year, you yes. know, or election it's, cycle. It's all about the politics. And it's, and it's coming, but it's, they're doing such a great job. We, of, we've become, I, feel like we've, I feel like we as a country have become so fearful of reaction that we, we don't solve problems. Mm -hmm. And with that, how are we on time, Dick? Oh, we need to wrap it up. See? Okay, so, JJ, you have to come back soon, please. Well, two things. Yes. Uh, so I mentioned the October 15th Township Forum. Yes, right. absolutely. Uh, October 29th is our Business Votes Day. We yes. will have voter valet if you want to get picked up and carried to the polls. Early voting. And awesome. early voting. And then uh, at 4 o'clock on October 29th at Mahoney's Texas Bar and Restaurant. It's a great place. It's great It's a phenomenal boats. place. Mm -hmm. Uh, we will have a party after the polls. So bring your iVoting oh. sticker, get a free drink. I'm going to put that on my calendar uh, today. You need to come, and we'll have uh, two Olympians, uh, Laura Wilkerson yes. and Cassidy Cook. Awesome. And the Will Carter Band, which was featured on the CMA Awards uh, last weekend, will be uh, playing there. So we'll be there from that 4 until cool. 6 at least. That's amazing. At least. <laughs> and you all have a little golf tournament coming up, too. October 28th. Yes. yes as does another uh, yeah. organization I know of. Punt, pass, and chip. Uh, yes, punt. Yes, pass and chip. It's kind of a football theme. Yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. But we don't do too many games. It's it's you get you get to come and play golf at our golf tournament. Yeah, 
But it's a lot of fun. It's going to be held at the Woodlands Country Club Palmer Course, right? It's actually at, at the resort. Palmer, oh, at the resort. Uh, at Panther Trails. Perfect. Okay. All right. So well, we so, got to wrap up. Yeah, and for all the updates, you can go to woodlandschamber.org. You can see their full calendar of events. You can sign up to come. I know last night was the business after hours. The networking breakfast is coming up soon. Get involved with your local chamber. Know who your leaders are. Get to know who your community leaders are because all of these issues can be addressed directly with them. So, JJ, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to have you back because we've got so many issues coming. Brian, thank you once again for weighing in. Uh, make sure you tune in next Wednesday at 12 noon. We'll be back here once again toasting the best of Montgomery County with Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. Y'all make it a great week.